Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, November 16th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and we try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are continuing our discussion about the book of Philippians. But before we get to that, let us begin with prayer. Let us pray. Holy God, let us fix our minds on you. Let us fix our hearts on you. Let's fix our whole beings on your love and your grace so that we may know them deeper. Amen. Amen. Today we're going to read from the fourth chapter of Philippians, verses 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, If there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, in this uh, passage in Philippians, is there a particular verse that stands out to you? So actually, this contains my absolute favorite verse, which is um, four, five, verse five. Um, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Um, and I love it because I tend to be a pretty tough person. Mm. And that means in my own myopia, I expect other people to be tough. Um, but I need the reminder in my life that I can be gentle. I can be gentle with myself and I can be gentle with others because the Lord God is with us. So mm. that that actually, you know, every um, every time I've had like a COM interview or a search committee's ask me, this this is my favorite passage. What about you? Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny because one of my favorite verses in all of scripture is in this passage as well. Not 4-5, but 4-8. Yes. Um, because, you know, I think I read somewhere that on average we have 60,000 thoughts a day. And I think that I can double that in a day. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not aware, if I'm not conscious of what I'm thinking about, if I'm not thinking about what I'm thinking about, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Then it, I, it can um, slip into just uh, either very cynical or... <laughs> pretty much the opposite of whatever 4A is asking me to think about, of things that are honorable, things that are just, pure, pleasing, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise. Um, And we've we've talked a lot about this, of of the discipline, of of working really hard to, of of spiritually 
that that takes work and same thing with our mind of fixing our mind on things that are worth listening to that are worth uh, understanding um, takes a lot of work and so this scripture reminds me of that um, because when I'm aware of what I'm thinking then that's when I can focus on the peace of God which comes through that uh, which comes in verse 9. I do love it that Paul does not just say, stop doing that. Yeah. He says, you don't do this, you do do this. And I, you know, how many times have you had someone say to you, I'm so worried about blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, don't worry. Well, like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because my mind keeps generating all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think we don't talk enough about what we are supposed to focus on. Yeah. I also think in Christianity there's this kind of trope, right? The Christian who's always positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that's what Paul is talking about. Yeah. I think it is certainly an awareness of the way the world is, but it is also a belief in Jesus Christ so much that you can believe in the good things. Mm-hmm. And so you hold that, you hold that close. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that idea, uh, you know, some things that are worthy of praise are laments, right? Yes. That that is something worthy of praise. So you can have your mind on something that is uh, lamentable. If you're if you're thinking on whatever is just, then you'll notice what is unjust, uh, yes. which doesn't necessarily, you know, as you say, bring us to a really happy, optimistic uh, place. But it does. It can bring us to a place of peace, and it can bring us to a place of hope, which I think are different. Um, than uh, just being happy. You know, the, I think the prophets had a lot of hope, but Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this is true or not, but my conception of our life of faith is that I don't know that God so much calls us to happiness. Mm-hmm. I do think God calls us to peace and to joy and that that leads to happiness mm. for me. Yeah. Um, so I feel like... It is good to remember. I So I spent a year where my um, spiritual discipline every day was to look at my actions of the day in my journal and then ask, did what I do today bring me more peace or less peace? Mm. Like that's how I evaluate it every day. Yeah. I should probably pick that up again. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's it was an but interesting... It was, it was hard. I'm sure it was hard hard to do yes. that. And what is the first thing Jesus says after uh, he's resurrected? Peace I bring to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my peace I'll leave with you. Um, so there's something to that. Yeah. But uh, I needed I needed to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I feel like we talk about this, or I talk about this every week of like, you know, this is so countercultural. Sometimes it, sometimes in the moment it doesn't feel good to look back on that and be yep. like oh I didn't choose things that totally. brought me peace today uh, but that leads us to a deeper place of peace and hope I do think anxiety is the default of humanity hmm. Hmm. that kind of constant background little bit of worry got some anxiety ruminating on what could go wrong I think that's kind of the default of humanity and I think Paul is saying you who have been born into Christ, you have to live a different way and you have to will it. And the Lord God also gives you the ability to work in that way. 
You know, I, I do. I want to just hop back to your verse real quick because, you know, kind of spent it all on my verse. So I'm going to throw it back to yours real quick here. <laughs> um, but I, as you said, you know, it's it's what you love about the verse is it's counter to how you see the world. And I think that's mm-hmm. the toughest thing. One of the toughest things for me and I know for many others is like, well, this is easy for me. Why isn't it easy for you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the hardest thing to exist into. Uh, but that's where that gentleness and that empathy comes from. And I think I think all of this is a discipline. So I am married to someone who is really good at devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Like if you say blah, 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 he'll say, or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like he, his language, his first language is not praise. Um, mine is. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I have a lot of anxiety and he seems to be a lot more peaceful on the day-to-day. So I do mm-hmm. think it is... There are things we may naturally come to, but all of it is a discipline. We have to, we have to stretch. We have to practice. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to uh, end us with a quote from the author Roy Bennett. He said, instead of worrying about you, what you cannot control, shift your energy to what you want to create. Love that. Thank you all for joining us today. We hope to see you back on Wednesday. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourself and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.